Just Start Real Estate, episode number 189. All right, thank you for tuning in to Just Start Real Estate. If you've never been here before, welcome to the show. If you have been here before and you're returning, welcome back. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host. And before we get started, I want to make a quick announcement. I wanted to direct you to the front page of my website at Just Start Real Estate. And on the right-hand side, there is a link where you can go to the new program that I am involved in. And I'm working together with Justin Williams from the House Flipping HQ podcast. And it's called the Fail Fast Flipping Program. This is a program that him and I are working on and it is incredible. It's a 12-week course that basically teaches you everything you need to know about real estate investing from A to Z. It is a phenomenal program, and the best part about it is my listeners, you, the listeners of Just Start Real Estate, get a huge discount if you sign up for the program before for July 21st. The program kicks off on July 21st, and once it kicks off, the prices go back to normal. So get there soon, check it out. It's on the front page on the right-hand side. You can click the link that says Fail Fast Flipping Program. Go there and you can read all about the program in great detail. Everything that's going to be covered, everything that we're going to teach you is right there, along with the phenomenal discount for my listeners. So go there and check it out. You will be glad that you did. Okay, guys, it's Friday, and that means that Brandon Turner is going to answer our question for the week. Once again, just to recap, our question this week is regarding leads and what is the best source for finding leads or the best technique for finding leads for real estate investors. All week, our all-star real estate investing experts have been answering this question. So today, Brandon Turner is going to take a shot at it, and I know you're going to love it. Brandon always brings the goods here on Just Our Real Estate. So let's dive into Brandon Turner's answer. What is the best strategy for finding deals? So this question is kind of interesting because I, I firmly believe that there is no best way. I don't believe there's a best way to find deals, but I do believe there are good ways for you to find deals and probably bad ways for you to buy find deals. For example, if you are looking for a, I don't know, a house to flip in the San Francisco area and you're looking for cheap houses you can get really, really easily, it may be very, very difficult for you to buy on the MLS. And we're going to get to that in a second. But because in your area, that might not be the best method for you because your market is extremely hot. There's a lot of people buying and you just can't do it. So uh, I, I, I recommend you not thinking of in terms of one of these is the best. I think it's better to think of, think of finding deals as like a toolbox. And the more tools you have in your toolbox, the more projects you can do. Therefore, the more methods you can do uh, for marketing, the more projects you can do. So I'm just going to list a few of them here. Uh, and honestly, you won't know what works necessarily and you t- until you test and try it out. Also, until you talk to other real estate investors in your area and find out what's working. You know, uh, most real estate investors are pretty open with what works and what doesn't work for them. So I, I recommend looking into that. So let's go into the, the five uh, kind of areas that I think are probably the best, at least in my area. These are the five that I think work pretty well. Number one, the MLS. That stands for Multiple Listing Service. And basically, the MLS is a list uh, that real estate agents kind of own. There's a lot of different lists around the country. That's kind of confusing. But basically, when you're searching online like Zillow or Realtor.com, you're probably mostly searching the MLS. This is when you list a house with a real estate agent, they put it on the MLS. 
Now, the MLS is made up of a lot of different types of sales. Uh, so mainly, uh, obviously, private owners make up the vast majority of it usually. Uh, this is just, you know, Joe and Jane neighbor are going to sell their house. That's the most common type of property in the MLS. And as part of that, some of them are nice and some of them are pretty bad. So there could be private sellers selling an ugly house. There could be private sellers selling a good house. You never really know. Uh, foreclosures, uh, REOs are called real estate owned. Those are the properties that banks have foreclosed on and now they're selling them. That's probably a pretty decent thing you can do short, uh, foreclosures. Uh, just a little caveat on that. You could get them before the MLS by going to the courthouse steps, but I don't generally recommend that a new investor do that. I think buying on the courthouse steps requires a lot of cash and a lot of risk. And unless you're buying a lot of properties, uh, you can't really balance that risk very easily. So in case that's what you're thinking of doing, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Uh, the other part of the MLS would be short sales. These are properties that the property has a mortgage that's more than what it could sell for. And so the bank has said, okay, well, fine. You know, we'll let you sell your house anyway. We'll take a loss uh, just to get this off of our books and be done with it. And so it's kind of a mix between the foreclosure and between the private owner because the private owner is selling it, but they're not going to make any money from it. Uh, that would be a short sale. Uh, short sales can take a long time. I mean, six months to a year. I have one from a year and a half ago, I think. Uh, I'm still working through and I don't know if I'll get it or not. So that's the MLS. Uh, that is actually my primary way I buy deals because my area the MLS has not dried up yet and I still can find good deals on the MLS. So uh, again, every area is different. So look in your area and don't be overwhelmed. The vast majority of deals out there uh, are not going to be easy to find because there's a lot of people looking for deals right now. Real estate is gaining popularity. You may need to search. You may need to search a lot of different places to find a good deal. Uh, so don't be overwhelmed. If you look at the MLS and you see a bunch of properties that don't work, well, of course, most of them won't work. 99% of deals on the MLS won't work, maybe even 99.9. You don't need that. You need to filter out the vast majority of the ones you don't care about and focus just on the ones you do. So if you are looking in the MLS, uh, get hooked up with a real estate agent who can get you specific criteria of what you want. For example, you only want properties listed under 100,000 within a 30-mile radius of this address. Uh, that way, you're not looking at 100,000 houses that are on the market. You're looking at 100 houses that are coming on the market. So I recommend setting up some strict criteria for exactly what you want that filters most of it, and then do some quick numbers on the ones that do come through, see what works, and try to negotiate those. Number two would be direct mail. Direct mail is a process of you know sending bulk mail out to a lot of different people, hoping that a small percentage of them respond to you. Uh, you often probably hear the word yellow letter. That's kind of a common way to do it, uh, white letter, whatever. There's a lot of different techniques for sending letters out. And if you want to learn more about that, just Google how to direct mail real estate or something like that. Uh, there's a lot of good um, resources out there. Uh, but the idea is, again, you send out a thousand letters. You might only get 5% of people to call you. There might be only 50 people to call you on those letters. And the letters might say something just as simple as, I want to buy your house for cash. Are you willing to sell? Or call me at this number if you want to sell. The point is, if you get only 50 people to call you, well, how many of those 50 could you get a deal from? I mean, I'd like to think if you talk to 50 people, you could probably close one deal. Uh, I'd like to think that. So if you can close one deal out of 50 and it, it, it's a thousand, you know, you send it to a thousand people, what does a thousand letters cost to send? I don't know, maybe a thousand dollars, maybe a little more, maybe a little less if you do it yourself. Uh, but the idea is you send these letters out, you get a small portion to respond and even a smaller portion of them. But that $1,000 you spent to get that deal might make you $5,000. Who knows? So direct mail is probably the most popular way, uh, quickly growing to become so anyway, that real estate investors are using marketing to find deals. 
Uh, number three, kind of closely related to that would be pay-per-click online marketing. Uh, what that means is when you're on your Facebook wall cruising and checking out cute cat pictures, you see an ad on the right side and it says, want to sell your house? Click here. And then if you're desperate to sell, you see that and you're like, oh, I'm going to click that. And uh, the nice thing with pay-per-click advertising is that you only pay when a person clicks. I mean, there's a few ways to do it, but typically that's what pay-per-click is. You only pay if somebody clicks it, which means that it only you only pay if it works. So you might pay a dollar a click, or if you're on Google, Google also has pay-per-click marketing that works great. Uh, you might pay a little bit more than that. Uh, and somebody types into Google, I want to sell my house in San Antonio. Your ad might pop up at the very top that says, we buy houses in San Antonio. And uh, it, you can, I guess you can buy those if you want to. And again, if the numbers work out great, great. So in other words, if you spend $1,000 on ads, but you get a deal that makes you $5,000, then that was worth it. Uh, again, that's that's online marketing. Again, there's a lot of information you can dig in, dig in there if you want to, but uh, that's kind of a fun way to do it. And number four would be enabling other people. What I mean by that is get other people to find deals for you. A good way to do that is talk to your local mailman if you're friends with them. I talk to the UPS driver. Just ask them, hey, do you guys know any good deals? Now, uh, you may or may not want to offer them money. I mean, you could offer your brother, you know, hey, if you see any good deals that I close on, I'll give you a few hundred bucks. I mean, enabling other people to do work for you is a great way and only pay them if they do the work. It's a great way to get deals, to outsource it, and uh, to find deals with a whole army of people, not just doing it yourself. And number five, kind of closely related to that one, is to work with wholesalers. Uh, now, a lot of people claim to be wholesalers. Wholesalers are ones that go out and find good deals and then they sell them uh, to a house flipper or to a landlord, typically. Uh, there, there's a lot of people who think they're wholesalers, but they'll never do a deal ever. I mean, I would even say 99% of people who try to wholesale don't. It's an absurdly high number. I don't have any facts to back that up, but it's an absurdly high number of people who try to wholesale but don't. So find the legit ones. Find the ones that are actually doing the deals. Uh, and if you can find those, those are the ones you want to connect with to find you properties. Now, typically wholesalers only like to work with cash buyers. So if you don't have a lot of cash, you may need to find like a hard money lender or something like that to work with. But keep in mind that wholesalers can work. So to recap real quick on the best strategies, I think for finding deals, number one, MLS, number two, direct mail, number three, pay-per-click, number four, enabling other people, and number five, working with legitimate wholesalers. Great answer. Great insight. Love, love listening to Brandon's insight into real estate. He really knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. And I didn't mention it before we listened to his answer, but you can find Brandon at Bigger Pockets. He's the senior editor there at Bigger Pockets. Just a phenomenal website. Go check it out. I would assume that most of my listeners have heard of it, but if you haven't, go to biggerpockets.com and check it out and 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 say hi to Brandon. Just you know, give him a little shout and say, hey, I heard John just start real estate. I thought it was great. Whatever. Just let him know where you heard him. Also, you can check him out on the Bigger Pockets podcast where he is the co-host with uh, Josh Dorkin, who is the founder of Bigger Pockets. Together, they put together a really, really strong podcast. It's always ranked very highly in iTunes. I, I really suggest that you check it out. They have some great guests on and uh, it, it's really worth listening to. So that's all we have for this week. I appreciate you tuning in. I'll be back again next week with our All-Stars answering the final question. And I'm going to keep that a secret until next week so you have something to look forward to. But until then, this is Mike Simmons saying, if you really, really want to get started in real estate, there's only one thing that you really need to do. Just start. Just start.